Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 310 for May 28th, 2022. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. Hey, baby. <laughs> oh, God. That is terrible. <laughs> Ooh, I just got soft. <laughs> Can't get enough of your love, baby. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That is Dur- offensive. You guys missed the pre-show. Years. You, y'all missed the pre-show where we were messing with our microphone settings and Nico... I thought we were going with this voice. Today. Yeah. Well, this is this is what happens when you uh, aren't a Patreon gold member. Yes. You miss the pre-show. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm wearing my Barry White wig. Oh God. I'm ready to go. Let's just I get you a, on the phone. You'd sound better. I have a a suede jacket exposing my uh, my man cleavage. Idiot, I thought folks. it was a sexy show. <laughs> Here. You idiot. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. This is the new sexy Nico. <laughs> This is not sexy, Nico. This is—I don't, I don't know if you can hear yourself. <laughs> this sounds like your uh, lint, lint, lint. What the fuck is on? Am I trying to say? Take Leaned two. over and got your head in a pillow. That's what you sound like. Well, I'm sure some of the listeners are imagining that right now, listening to this voice. It's actually interesting because, yeah, you, he, that's exactly right. You sound like you're talking through a pillow, and yet somehow mm. your peas are very loud. <laughs> yeah, you're talking through a pillow and still popping your peas. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of impressive. <laughs> Positively. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to nerdy Nico. Yeah, there we go. There, there we go. it that's, is. Fine. That's the I was enjoying being sexy. <laughs> uh, Nico. That that's was... a character that might come back at, at a oh, future God. date. <laughs> no, it won't. It might. It won't. By the way, I'm Nick. If anyone cares. Oh no, <laughs> <morning>. nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to the show, everybody. Hey. hey, what are we? A week away from from daily shows. Whoa! Yeah, a week. I don't from, like that. Sentence. A week from Monday. <laughs> Whoa! So. Okay. 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 <laughs> we won't even have Better Call Saul to help fill in the gap for us. I, I was expecting we- two hours of Better Call Saul today. Well, we will have a lot of Better Call Saul to talk about today. So, like, I don't have any other content. I hope you guys brought some goods. I mean, I got nothing. I figured we'd find something to talk about. How's your uh, how's your kidneys? Oh, great! I'm actually doing really good. Yeah, yeah. Everything is feeling like it's healed up. Um, you know, if if I'm on my feet too much or walk too much during a day, I feel it. Uh, just because I think things are just kind of sore and and still healing in there. But I mean, I'm ninety eight percent back to normal. That's good. So, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know <laughs> that you're back to normal. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I've been trying uh, flying the drone like a motherfucker lately. Oh, so. sure. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I've talked about this on the show. I think it's come up. A few Have times. we? Okay. Rob has fallen in love with the drone. Remember that documentary, Nick, that we watched years ago about the people that fall in love with inanimate objects? <laughs> yeah, like the lady who wanted to fuck the Eiffel Tower or something. Not like wanted that. to, actually did fuck the Eiffel Tower. Now, that's that's see, that's that beyond reason. That's beyond reason. Is I, it? Have you seen that documentary? I haven't, no. 
If you it's can called, fly that drone up your own ass, you wouldn't do it, Rob. Is what you're trying to tell me? I wouldn't me? because I've been nicked by it a couple of times. <laughs> it bites, and it it bites hard. <laughs> kind of like sexy Nico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, so the documentary is called "Married to the Eiffel Tower." Oh my god! And it's about people that fall in love with inanimate objects. That's like their sexual kink. Um, and there is a scene where a woman gets married to the Eiffel Tower. There's a, wow. a person goes and marries them, and then uh, she consummates the marriage. And her last name is Eiffel. She's taken on the name Erica Eiffel. Right, and I, I, I don't think she <laughs> what realized do that. That's not the tower's name. It's the name of the person that. I don't know, built the tower, constructed the tower. I don't know. But it's named after someone. It's named after someone. Yeah. Right. But right. there's even a picture of her doing archery on her Wikipedia page. Erica, She's got a Wikipedia page. Erica Eiffel at the Texas shootout archery. They're giving anybody Wikipedia pages. <laughs> they <these days>, huh? <laughs> sure are. <laughs> She's an American competitive archer and advocate for object sexuality. She wait married quote unquote the Eiffel Tower in two thousand. Wait, she's also a competitive archer on the side. Yeah, no, I think I think she's married to the married to the Eiffel Tower on the side. I think she's probably a competitive <laughs> archer in real life, and just no, coincidentally is married to the Eiffel married to the tower. <laughs> I think that's her full time gig. I feel like there's a lot of work in that relationship. Yeah. I would just say that's a a dangerous thing to cross paths on. <laughs> A competitive archer that enjoys having sex with inanimate objects. Yeah, I would say that's something where the streams should not cross. Well, mm. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me about streams crossing because <laughs> this last month has <laughs> okay. been gay pipes up the wrong fucking direction <laughs> in oh, my gosh. body. <laughs> um, uh, this is a very good documentary. I recommend. You, I might you have watch to it, check Rob. this out. She. Boy, she is a she is a uh, a decorated decorated archer. It looks like. Yeah, if you find that um, you really enjoy the uh, object sexuality as well, uh, I recommend a film called The Counselor. Great movie. There's a great scene in that movie Ooh, where a woman uh, sure. has sex with a car. Not just a woman. Cameron Diaz has sex it with a Cameron car. Diaz. <laughs> oh my god! It is Cameron Diaz. Yes. Uh, so I mean. There was a film that. called Titan that came out last year that goes even further down the sex with cars rabbit hole. It involves uh, emissions and and leaking oil and things so, of that nature. So did this woman just like like dry Gross. hump the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> Is that what she did? Yeah, she. Well, I I don't even know about dry hump. Oh, she wet humped it. She wet humped it. <laughs> Well, are you seeing some of the pictures? No, no, no. I, I just am. Ki- I haven't started looking for pictures yet. But well, there's one scene of her. Um, oh, here we go. Co- yeah, there you go. Kind of on a on a. What oh would you call God. that? On a support beam. Well, I can see why she's married to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> she is. You a know, I was actually get handsome. I was going to say. <laughs> I was gonna say the opposite though, because I was gonna say she's not like repulsive. Mm. She's not like attractive, but I wouldn't call her. <laughs> she just kind of looks like she looks like a regular dude, you know. 
<laughs> she does. I don't think she really is like, but I'm surprised she couldn't find someone. You want to know something? I'm scrolling down the pictures on Google oh Images, looking through Mirror of the Eiffel Tower. You know how it's bad when the why is this a thing featured image comes up as like the 20th <laughs> result? <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah, it's right there. I see her. I'm on it right now. It's wow. her laying on the Eiffel Tower with a with whatever in her hand and the why is this the thing logo on top of it so i mean you guys watch the documentary obviously and you've done a why is this a thing about it um yes what what is her reasoning like is she truly in love with the eiffel tower uh or is it more of a publicity stunt like i'm just gonna do this and get you know get my name out there a, a weird publicity stunt, I would say, because yeah. that you don't. I don't know. The fifteen minutes of fame were over before minute thirteen. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I think, I think she genuinely believes it. Genuinely believes it. There, there were other people featured in this as well. There, wow. it wasn't just her. Was it other people trying to marry the Eiffel Tower? Like what? What happens? Is it adultery if somebody else? Like, <laughs> could the Eiffel right. Tower be taken down for bigotry? <laughs> wow. Sure, right. B- uh, bigamy, bigamy, Adultery. bigotry, bigamy. Bigotry. Bigotry. Jesus. <laughs> bigotry. <laughs> you idiot! I don't know if I like that line. Wow, <laughs> pulling out all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- there was one other woman in there that was in love with like a roller coaster. Okay, yeah, I think that's right. Remember, she went to like an amusement park. In the off hours, I don't know if she like snuck in oh or what. God, but Probably paid extra. She like you watch her come to climax. Wow, with the roller coaster. Why don't what I don't get is why don't they pick anything a little smaller? I mean, right. I think some of them are the biggest things. Like, oh, the one was it? I remember this. One was in love with the Berlin Wall. <laughs> oh my God. And then the wall came down and like they oh. were like heartbroken over the death of their Oh my god. Lover. Does this Jesus woman want to put the Eiffel Tower inside of her? Like, do you think she yeah, has I think she does. Do you think she, she has little Eiffel Tower dildos at home? Certainly. Certainly <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. even an attractive shape. Like, if you look at the Eiffel Tower, it's actually a pretty hideous tower. It is. It, it oh, is. Stop it. It is. It is hideous looking. It's terrible. It's a good looking tower. It's not a good, it's a good looking tower. It's just metal. Beams. It does have That's the right shape, tower. though. You know, it's got that that flare at the base. You know, <laughs> it, it it's is. A, a, it's one of the most iconic things in the world. Of course, it's good looking. I, I think we're like, it's not that good looking. No, I think we've convinced ourselves that it's good looking. Yeah, <clears throat> it looks people travel far and wide i wouldn't and they've been doing so for over a century to see this thing i I wouldn't cross the street to go see the eiffel tower i'm sorry (laughs) i just wouldn't (laughs) it's an old tv and radio antenna tower that's all it is all right let's get into this what is the most overrated international landmark hmm I mean, the Eiffel Tower's got to be up there. Oh, stop. It does. I, I absolutely think it is. It's got to be up there. <laughs> Might be number one. The pyramids, maybe? 
Oh, come on. That can't be underrated, Rob. That's got to be awesome. I, so I think it's disappointing when you get there and see that the city is like, like you, you can walk across oh, the, the street. Oh, like right there. It's just KFC from the fucking... <laughs> pyramids yeah. you're not in the you're not in like the deep sandy dunes no, of the desert no i think you are though i don't think there's a kfc oh there, there is no and there no, absolutely there is, is. That's look no thing. way have you ever seen these photos yeah give me the photos go ahead uh let's see uh city around pyramid <laughs> no i know egypt is more developed than what you see in the movies obviously it's not lawrence of arabia oh. you know, out there all the time yeah no but there is a full-on city just, right i don't know if there's the a mcdonald's next just door, though. oh yeah there is just go Dude, to right pyramid to wikipedia page that's all you need to do there's a picture on there um or or city around pyramids on the google image search right, and let's see what we got Let's see. There's a there was like a view of the pyramids uh, from KFC. Yeah, I'm trying to pull that up too. Pizza Hut. It's Pizza Hut. Yep. <laughs> There's a Pizza Hut next. Look at that. There is. Yep. Do a Google image search, people out there listening. View of the pyramids from Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> and you could actually, there's a beautiful image of, like, through the Pizza Hut window, yep. you see the logo in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, a sphinx and a pyramid in the background. Yeah, look at this. There's, like, their little fucking, like, pull-away <laughs> pizza bites yeah. with the pyramids <laughs> with in the, the background. In the background. <laughs> this is just some guy, like, drinking a Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the fucking pyramids are the most overrated thing. I know, <laughs> but they, like the pyramids here's, here's what up they close, do, though, have to yeah. be extraordinary. They 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 only develop one side of the pyramids. It looks like, and they keep the desert sort of pure on the other side, so they can trick all the tourists into thinking. Oh pyramids. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, yeah, I definitely don't think like inhabitable land stopped right there conveniently for yeah. sure. <laughs> they're still gorgeous, though. I mean, they're unbelievably beautiful. See, I, I feel like my problem with most landmarks when I see them in real life is that they're either a lot le- a lot smaller or a lot less impressive yep. up close. Yep. I don't feel like the pyramids would be less impressive up close. Mm. I agree with that. I think like, you'd get a better sense of like, the texture and all, yeah, all that stuff. How about Mount Rushmore? We all saw that together. Uh, yeah. Good point. It was a fun day. It was a great day. Cool. It was. Like, we had an awesome time. But I actually, I don't know if like I wasn't with you guys. If I had just went to go see Mount Rushmore, I. Oh yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Bit of a hike for some rocks. For sure. <laughs> the best part of that day was just the three of us hanging out and and having fun. But yeah, the to go look at Mount Rushmore by yourself, it's like, meh, could have saw this in the pictures. Go straight to Deadwood. Yeah. That would be my advice. Go straight to yeah. Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. That would be fine. Uh, Sydney Opera House. I got to feel like that's a total fucking waste oh, of time. Oh, yeah. That's got to be. I mean, unless you're going time. to the opera. What the fuck? Let me ask you this. Would you be interested in either Stonehenge or Easter Island? Um, I would do Easter Island just because it's so remote. Hmm. You really have to go out to the middle of the fucking Pacific. Well, Stonehenge is like, I don't know, like you could you could articulate that in the pictures. Yeah. Like, okay. It's impressive. They got that rock on top of that one. But yeah, I feel <laughs> like know? I feel like Easter Island, though, there's not much to see. Uh, yeah. Wait, you haven't heard about the KFC on Easter Island? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've seen demonstrations uh on documentaries of how they 
think that they moved those statues. And yeah, they're big, but they're not impressive, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't know what I'd do when I'm there. I, I think I'd look at them and be like, wow. And yeah. then I'm like, well, now I'm on an island in the middle of the Pacific. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I also feel like Stonehenge is kind of like boring. Yeah, I think Stonehenge I is pretty probably fucking boring. Have either of you been on the top of the Empire State Building? Yes. Not Empire State Building, top of Rockefeller Center. Okay. Um, I've never done either, actually. But I, I, I would imagine those are kind of overrated. I think the top of I've, the rock is probably better because you have a view of the Empire State Building. Yeah. yeah. See, I've been on the top of many a tall building. And uh, after a while, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you know, right. you're just high up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I did uh, do the Rockefeller Center uh, NBC behind the scenes tour when I was a kid, and I thought that was like the coolest fucking thing. Oh, I bet ever. that would have been cool. I saw like the Saturday Night Live um, studio when no one was in it, and I thought that was pretty fucking Oh, that's sick. neat. Yeah. I think the if you're going to go tall building, I think the Tokyo Sky Tree is the way to go. Okay. Have you done that? That shit was, yeah, that was cool. You get in an elevator, and that elevator is. First off, it's really smooth. It's not like j- janky at all. You're not shaking around. Yeah. But you go from floor zero to floor 100 in like 15 seconds. Wow. It's so fast. It just. I hate fast it's elevators. Crazy. <laughs> don't. It's really crazy. I don't and want then you it. get to the top and they have like those glass floors. So you can like stand uh-huh. on the glass and look straight down because. Pass. Oh, it's it's uncomfortable. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Fa- I don't mind once I'm up high. But I hate fast elevators because it's like well, you won't even know it's going fast though. You barely feel it. Oh bullshit! It, it you slowly, know. <laughs> no, it slowly builds up momentum and then it slows down. <laughs> sure, it slowly <laughs> builds up momentum and then doesn't fucking stop, and you end up at the international <laughs> go, space like station. Like Willy Wonka, you're going into space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> space elevator. You fucking. It's all yours, Charlie. You fucking you you get in the elevator one minute and the next minute you're talking to some Russian guy on the space station. It's just like on what the Sputnik fuck happened? Or whatever. <laughs> we need the Japanese engineering to make its way over here in 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 regards to things going fast. Yeah, we need the fast elevators. We need their bullet trains over here. It's it's ridiculous that we that like train travel is not as big as it is over here because this country i think we've talked about this before this country is too fucking big and you guys should know that you drove half of it (laughs) i know but how much easier would it be with a train with a bullet train (laughs) i think it would be terrible because you know what we would do in this country we'd make the room so fucking small we'd pack people in like sardines and it would be a terrible 14 hour experience to get from three states over (laughs) okay the fastest train in the world is the sc maglev okay the shanghai maglev and that's in china it goes 286 miles an hour okay how far are you from about 750 miles so that's about three hours to cincinnati which probably yeah. means another three hours to rob. So What'd you say? 268 miles per hour? 286. 86. My, my guess is we're talking five and a half hours, six hours to Nebraska. And that's straight, though, without any stops. Yeah. Uh, to your town, we're going 1,500 miles from my town. Wow. 1,500 yeah. divided by, yeah, 286. So it's about, it's about five hours. It's about five hours. Ugh. 
I could make it to your front door in five hours. No, you couldn't. It would rather than the twenty-three hours my GPS is is currently telling me. In real life, in in if you were to do that, it's five yeah. hours of traveling at two hundred and six eighty-six miles per hour. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't get here that fast. It would still be. Double you, that. I mean, yeah, I bet it yeah, would you be think they're 10 having, hours. You think they're having a bullet train stop in Nebraska where Rob is? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're still going to have to drive three hours to get to him from wherever you're right. trying to out. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess, And you're still going to have so. to drive an hour or two to get to the train. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. My point is, though, that it's it's it. this should be plane travel. What are we worried about planes for? We just keep it grounded. We got rid of all the train tracks. I mean, yeah. they're all roads it's now. so it's stupid. It's stupid that we did it. There's so much untapped potential. I know Elon's worried about like going underground and, you know, doing that whole thing. That'll never happen either. We're never going to uh, have tunnel. Elon's not going to be able to build any enough tunnels to make it worthwhile. I think just keep it all above ground. I think they figured it out in, in Japan and, and China. They figured it out over there. We don't have to worry about terrorists hijacking it and crashing it into buildings. You know? It stays on the tracks. Yeah, until it doesn't stay on the tracks. Until Until they yeah, until they teach it how to fly, Nico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're not bound to the tracks. You're not it's like a Where jail. are you going with this, Rob? <laughs> just a it's just a bunch of horse shit. It's never a gonna trip happen. To Chicago. I could go Hartford to Chicago in three hours. I don't know who I would trust to actually build a good train system in the U.S. Richard Branson. No. (laughs) I could see him actually developing a really phenomenal train system with the caveat that, like, his face is all over it and his voice is all over it. It's like his voice announcing the stops. And I don't want that. Right. That guy is just, like, so full of himself, you know? It, what, what would it be virgin virgin train lines that's right <laughs> god that guy's a maniac first billionaire in space so uh, we were talking about tall buildings a few minutes ago and i just stumbled across this article the burj khalifa the tallest building in the world is so tall that people perceive time differently from the top and bottom floors. <laughs> what? I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Stop it. Twenty seven hundred and sixteen and a half feet tall. It's the world's tallest building. It's so tall, according to this article, that people on the top and bottom of the building have a different read of time. The building That's train. such bullshit. <laughs> this, listen to this quote from this author. The, that is some. That is some UAE trying propaganda. Trying to schedule meetings is a bitch. <laughs> if I've ever heard it before. The build, what is building even four. The, what, uh, what do you even? But listen to this quote by this author. <laughs> the ahead. building transcends the Earth's local temperature and climate. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I don't understand the time thing. You mean yeah, like the, the globe is is rotating slower up there than it is here? Is that what it no, is? No, well, it's it's not that t- it's it's the the tower is always going to be a little bit tipping towards <laughs> a different time zone. <laughs> you, you, don't you get it? <laughs> the Earth is spinning so fast that the tower just it can't the hold just, on. It's leaning. It just can't it's hold leaning on. Leaning ever so slightly in the next time zone. <laughs> 
Dubai clerics decided that residents above the 80th floor should wait an additional two minutes to end their Ramadan fasting. And those above the 150th should wait an additional three. What does that mean? The building also transcends the local, the Earth's local temperature and climate, Al wrote, because of the, the burge is so tall that its upper half essentially, or sorry, the upper half occasionally emerges above the clouds. Of course it does. Rendering it unaffected by the rain that is pouring at its base. Okay. At the top of the building, the temperature on the outside could, is thought to be 11 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than on the ground. Since the air gets cooler the higher you go, you can take advantage of the height difference by having less air conditioning on the upper level. But that doesn't talk about anything about the fucking time difference. I think Nick's right. I think it's just a giant lean. <laughs> I think so. I don't, I don't know why that would affect your clocks and yeah, your watches either. that are set to a standard 60 seconds. But um, okay. I buy it. Why would you need an extra two minutes? I don't like know. you're not you're not using a an alarm. You're not using a timer. You're just going by feel. <laughs> I think it's marketing. D- does one Mississippi, oh, two Mississippi, I sound see. louder up there? Here it is. From the top sound of longer? the Burj, people can view far into the Arabian Desert that they see the sun set several minutes after people on the ground see it well, set. Well, that's fucking different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that that uh, explains why above the 80th floor you have to wait two minutes to end your fasting because the sun hasn't set for you yet. Well, okay, okay but like, Why is anybody going... Ba- like, just fucking look outside. And see where the sun is and be like, okay, I can eat now. Yeah. Like, why do you need a... I don't get it. <laughs> well, because I suppose I they, they say that sun sets at 6.53 p.m. on the ground. <laughs> but if you're 80, 150 stories up, it's 7 or whatever. I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, and if you're in fucking space, the sun never sets. <laughs> yeah. Do you just starve yourself? Like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we should fast. No, we shouldn't. We should. I've done. I have to whenever I have surgery. So fuck we sh- off. We should do a two cents fast. No. No, we should do like a week long fast. <laughs> okay. Too go. fast, two cents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too fast, two cents. I think we should fast. Fear- no. I think everyone's doing it. I think like we should do it. Go for it then. Probably seems like there people are getting benefits from it. I want to do that like raw liver diet. Where you just eat like the raw liver of squirrels because that's what the natives used to do or something. Have you seen the liver king on YouTube? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the guy I'm referring to. <laughs> fucking lunatic. I'm deep into his philosophy these days. Let me tell you. You just sell. You can buy raw liver from that guy. Yeah, uh, he's he's he'll send it to you. Yeah. And he just eats raw liver and he's he's, he's quite a character. He looks like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> I watched this YouTube video. I didn't actually watch Liver King. I watched a different guy who mm-hmm. found Liver King and was talking about him. And he decided to try the program. So he, just to, like, you know, see if the guy's full of shit. Sure. And so he got the raw liver sent to him in the mail and shit. And he, like, struggled. He could not fucking Have you guys it. had liver? It's no. vile. It's Imagine terrible. Why. It's terrible. I've had cooked liver and it's terrible. 
because a big but, a big uh, popular dish around here is called liver and onions, and and people come far and wide to have liver and onions when <laughs> when places are selling it. Seriously, mm. and it 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 is the most vile smelling, and if you ever taste it, just. I mean, first off, it has the oddest texture you've ever put in your mouth. Uh, mm. Secondly, it 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 has like a metallic uh, taste to it, like it's just like blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just it, but it, it's more metallic than even just raw blood. Like it's terrible, terrible. Yeah. My my family on my mom's side is German, yeah. and one of their signature dishes is liverwurst. Oh uh, yes. And so growing up, of course, I had my food thing, but like the smell of liverwurst would always be emanating from uh, my grandparents' kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of scarred me. Woof. <laughs> All these little memories in my past. Yeah, well, liver and onion smells terrible too. Mm. It sounds vile. Yeah. No, thank you. I feed my cat's liver sometimes. Yeah. And they eat that shit right up, but. They love it. That's how I know I shouldn't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking cat. Yeah. So I think we need to review our predictions for the year since we're coming up on a halfway point of the year, kind of. Oh. I mean, we really, we really don't have uh, much to talk about today. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you well, couldn't tell. Yeah. So I think that we need to probably review our predictions that we did at the new year. Okay. And just look, uh, look at what we have to look forward to. Could we do a little country like music game it. maybe today let's before, do, before let's, Better Call Saul? Yeah, let's do a little well. country music game after we look at these predictions. Did, did any of you guys, by the way, look at the Obi-Wan show? Oh my god, I loved it. I've heard very good things. Loved I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. It. It's just, I mean, Ewan McGregor is just back at it. Uh, back on the saddle. And I mean... <laughs> There, it is awesome. There was <laughs> just like... clocking in <laughs> for more Obi-Wan. It, it doesn't yeah. feel like he missed a beat either. No. Like it feels like and the last... I'm almost I can almost see the transition to Ben Kenobi too. Yeah. In yeah. a way that's actually like really good. Yeah. So Yeah, a lot he more was... Leia than I was expecting. Oh really? my god. A lot of Leia. Never saw that fucking coming. A lot of Leia. Never saw Not, it no, coming. No spoilers really. No. But well, too late, I guess. <laughs> that's no, I mean it's pretty much the first thing you see. I mean. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean like oh like baby Leia, little kid Leia. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, adult yeah. Leia, oh. yeah, fully grown. They CGI'd that bitch. She's no, been yeah. fucking. It wouldn't be the first time they've <laughs> done that already. No, they have. And also, just like my favorite part about the Obi Wan show so far is that it just further illustrates how fucking stupid and vapid Kathleen Kennedy is. Yes, that dumb woman. She is the. <laughs> she is so horrible. Agreed. Why? She, uh, and and she, she was in well, charge of my favorite movies ever, Tremors. But right. She can't yeah, figure out Star Wars. She's so dumb. She she recently said, uh, essentially that they've decided they're no longer going to make Star Wars shows involving, uh, or Star Wars movies involving the old characters because people don't like it. Well, because she specifically she thinks, Solo is what she said. She said we learned our lesson on Solo. Right. That we shouldn't but, recast these roles. Yet. But it's almost like she thinks that these. Uh, this, these movies have done bad because of that. Yeah, but then you see this show yeah. come out, yeah. and it's awesome, and it, it's clearly not the recasting that's the problem. No. It's bad writing. Yeah. It's just making a bad movie. 
Mm. It's bad writing and it's just bad storytelling. Period. Here's I was the talking thing, to my friend about the the sequel trilogy. Literally, this was their plan for the sequel trilogy. No joke. Not to get on my high horse. Yet, yeah, no, like, no. Yeah. It was okay. Luke's coming back. Han's coming back. Leia's coming back. The main character is going to be a woman. That's that's all we have. That's our notes. Yeah. Make a movie. Yeah. They didn't right. actually have a plan. No. Like, there was no plot. No. No, and it, it was such a bad plan that when one of the writer directors decided to go in his own direction, they had to spend a whole other movie correcting his mistakes, yep. quote unquote, which is like not how you spend four hundred million dollars nope. uh, in Hollywood, just correcting the mistakes of the previous movie. But here's the thing, though, I would say about McGregor as Obi-Wan. I feel like not only for this generation, but for most Star Wars fans now, you and McGregor is the obi-wan i don't think people think of alec guinness as obi-wan anymore no because no because and and you never obi-wan wasn't really all that consequential as a live character he was more right he had more power dead and he died halfway through the first movie yeah right right and obviously he was a character character, people loved but yeah he was yeah a lot of that mythology came after the fact absolutely but and and it's a reflection of the time, really, in the time of movie making. Once a character died, you didn't give him much thought ever again. I mean, they brought mm. Obi-Wan back for a couple of scenes, obviously, and and kept that story going. But that original guy is inconsequential at this point because you had three movies of Obi-Wan Kenobi in the late yeah, 90s He was the main character 2000s. of, yeah, of those prequel movies. Yeah. And... I would say definitively the best part of them. Oh, for sure. It's not even remotely close. Okay. I mean, maybe Darth Maul was kind of cool, but like that's it. While we're talking about the the prequels, uh, there was an interview recently with, with, uh, oh my God, Hayden Christensen and Mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor. They had to revoice the entire movie Attack of the Clones. The equipment was so loud that it picked up in the microphones so they had to go into the studio and redo every single line and redub attack of the clones is that true that is a hundred percent true the entire movie of attack of the clones is redubbed i don't remember that but that's hilarious it just came out this last week or two this is news within the last week uh, was, was redubbed job. because of noisy cameras. Yeah, uh, the Star Wars prequels sound like an extremely odd experience behind the scenes. Da, 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 da. Uh, yet, you and McGregor, who plays Obi Wan, has revealed on top of everything else, one of them had to be fully re-recorded. Crazy. Yeah. And you go back and watch that movie because after I read that article, I watched that movie, and it's like you can't tell. That's really good ADR, then. <laughs> yeah. That's really good ADR. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me like that movie a little bit. Now. I know. <laughs> and that is by far and away my least favorite Star Wars movie. See, I really kind of like that one. Yeah? I do kind of like that one. Oh, everything with Anakin and, and Lucas, was in, oh. Lucas was in over his head with that he was. prequel trilogy. Anakin, and he, he wrote he was Anakin too all successful. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, he was too successful early on that he was like, all it was all yes men, nobody there to correct him. Yeah. Well, you, people forget he didn't do five and six. Lucas was involved with the story, but didn't direct 
Empire or Return of the Jedi. He only made the first one. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like he who, was... Who directed the other ones? Uh, 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 Kirshner, right? Irvin, Irvin Kirshner, is that his name? But no, see, that's, I thought that's... they did different directors even for the original movies. I think Lucas only did the first one, original movie. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I yeah. thought you were talking about the prequel. Sorry. Yeah, Irvin Kirshner did uh, Empire Strikes Back and uh, and uh, Richard Marquand, Marquand did uh, Return of the Jedi. And George Lucas only directed the original one. Yeah. David Lynch was supposed to do Return of the Jedi. Wow. He was the studio's initial choice and he decided against it. But they wanted it. And then he did Dune later. And he did Dune, yeah. So, you know, people forget Lucas was not involved in those other two movies. And then they bring him in for the new trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and they give him this unprecedented CGI budget and this very ambitious green screen plan. Um, And, you know, he was trying to push the boundaries. And I think now, like, there are kids our age that really are are fond of those movies just nostalgically. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I still hate them, but... I think they have found their audience in a weird way. I love those original movies. Which are you talking about now? The prequels or the sequels? The original the originals. Original? I thought you were talking Four, about... Four, five, six. Yeah. No, the I'm talking about originals. the prequels. Oh, now. yeah. The, the kids Man, who Rob, were young... Can't follow along. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Who's on first, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> the, kids who, the kids who grew up in that time, and those were new movies at the time, those are the best Star Wars movies ever to those people. Sure. I mean, right. wasn't that us? No, yeah, it wasn't even, to me. You're but even it was, a little young for it. It's it's people a little bit older than you, a little bit younger than me. You I was so? yeah. Four. My dad, my dad took me out of school early to see. Oh my um, god! I think Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Wow. My dad took me out of school early to go see that movie. Yeah. Uh, I was in third grade. Yeah, I think we we were fourth ten. Grade. No, fourth grade. You and I were ten. Something like that. So it was 2005, and uh, yeah, I mean, I loved that movie at the time for sure. I liked the lightsaber battles. That's what I'll say. Oh yeah, I was I was very bored. Well, here's the thing: I liked Darth Maul. I thought he was fucking cool. I liked his lightsaber. Uh, I remember Episode Two boring me to tears, and I I didn't really understand all like the. The parliamentary oh stuff. Oh my god, they got way like, too deep in the parliamentary stuff. I, I mean, they the parliamentary intrigue of like you know, uh, galactic tax codes. Oh my god! Like I remember being very fucking boring to me. <laughs> that was so dumb, and they so need, I hated too for that reason. They needed to come up with a different way for the republic to fall. <laughs> yeah. Then right, you know, bureaucracy. Kind of actually, they kind of better called solved that shit. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like they kind of just went deep into like doc review. <laughs> <laughs> to, to a degree, what's what I what's good about the Ewan McGregor show so far is that it's the most interesting time in the Star Wars timeline, where it's right after the fall. Yeah. So you don't have any of that parliamentary shit. No. Nobody likes the parliamentary shit. Nobody wanted no. that. Nobody but George Lucas. Yeah. Th- um. 
because I remember when I was a kid, I had watched all those movies and there was that big gap in the middle. And now yeah. they've like filled it out with a bunch of prequels and stuff. I think yeah. Rogue One takes place in that time yes. too and everything. But I, I remember picking up a copy of, uh, I think it was called The Final Jedi, I think. It wasn't called The Last Jedi, but it was something like a variation of that title. And it was like Obi-Wan's Adventures after everything in Revenge of the Sith. And I, like I was really interested in that period. So now it's kind of cool that they're finally doing it. Yeah. I don't know if they're basing it on a lot of those Rogue books. Rogue One is actually one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie bores me to tears. Oh, <laughs> are I you insane? Yeah. Are that you movie. That movie sucks, Rob. I love that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. Oh, that is an awesome movie. Love it. What I are think- they doing? Like they're doing a Cassian Andor spinoff now. Have you seen the trailer yeah, for that? Yeah, I have. I have. Talk about a nothing character that they're building a whole series yeah. out of. Yeah. Do you even know what that name means, Nick? Cassian Andor? I, I have no idea who that is. Exactly. Well, they're doing a whole show called Cassian Andor. Oh, this is the guy who played uh, the Mexican drug lord in Narcos Mexico. Diego yeah. Luna. Yes. I, he's actually very good, though. He's a very good actor, and I remember that character being pretty good, but... They'll make, they'll make it work with him if, he, if, if they let him act. Yeah. But, like, does anybody care? No, I, that's what I mean. Well, this is what Star Wars is doing now. There are no movies on the schedule currently for them. They went from doing a Star Wars movie a year to now there are zero movies planned and about 12 different spinoff shows because now Star Wars is a TV franchise. Apparently now Star Wars is just Battlestar Galactica. It is. You know? Sorry, I'm looking at the the country, the hot country songs of... Is it the same list? Has nothing changed? It's just so (laughs) fucking infuriating. We have to talk about our prediction since we've teased it. Okay. I'll watch watch Obi-Wan by next episode. Check it out. Check it out. I I also watched uh, Chip and Dale, by the way. Oh, yeah. What would you think of Chip and Dale? (laughs) I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. it. It's a fine movie. There are a lot of references. A lot of references. Oh, God. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'll piss me off. I mean, it actually uh, kind of hurts your brain trying to spot which character is from what. Yeah. And like, it's a lot of that. It is. It's like on the level of Space Jam 2. Yeah. With how many characters are hidden. Like I said, it's a fine movie, but I don't need to see it again. (laughs) I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. Um, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Stranger Things just started back up, too. Oh, I couldn't give a fuck. fuck. At least it's over after this. Right. No, it's not. Yeah, no, there's another no. set of episodes. I thought this was the end. No. Oh, no. There's another set of seven episodes. And oh, no, and then God. another season. What? This is not the final season. Oh, my God. I thought this was the final I season. I think no. I'm out. I think I'm out because I Guys. watched the first five minutes of it and I, I dozed off 20 times. I couldn't give a fuck. This is season four, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the the final few episodes of this season, there's going to be nine in total. They're like two hours long. Well, the, you know, I've heard. So the director has literally said some episodes of Stranger Things this season are longer than movies he's made. Here are the run times. Hour 18 for episode one. Yeah. Hour 17 for episode two. What are we doing? Yeah. Hour three for episode three. Hour 18 for episode four. Hour 16. Hour 15. Hour 38. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the other two aren't listed on IMDb, but I did see on Facebook 
at least one is two hours. The last two, I believe, are both two hours long. Yeah. And those are the two they're saving for later dates. Well, here's the problem. two movies coming. They lost two years, and these kids are getting old. Oh, my God. Yeah. These kids are not kids anymore. No. They're fucking (laughs) (laughs) ready for nursing homes. It's, it's like when you see like a a thirty year old playing a sixteen year old yeah. on Disney, right? <laughs> and it's right. like Jesus Christ. My sister is currently watching iCarly, and oh, it's boy. like it, it's a head trip right now. I the bet. iCarly reboot. <laughs> it's oh, like God. what are you guys? What are you kids doing? <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried the first five minutes of Stranger Things. I couldn't fucking care. Yeah, couldn't care. I went back to reruns of Better Call Saul. You mean the new season? <laughs> yeah, of Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't do it. And I loved, I loved the first season. Didn't like the second season all that much. The third third season was fine. I can't give a fuck. Yeah, I've forgotten everything that's happened, too. That's the other challenge yeah. Yeah. with these shows. You know? They're really discouraging you from watching them live. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, like... I have a hard time telling people, guys, you have to watch Better Call Saul this week. You yeah. have to watch it with me. Yeah. When, like... They pop on the the premiere of episode or of season six, and they're like, "Wait a minute, what is this Sandpiper case all about?" Exactly? <laughs> yeah. Like it, right. it's it's yeah. hard to dissuade people from being like, "I'm just gonna wait till the whole thing's on Netflix, yeah. and I'm just gonna start from the beginning and watch it." Yeah. All. Which I think it might like, actually kind of be the way. Now yeah. I don't think it is the way. Like I still stand up for watching it week to week and like digesting every episode and reading about it and talking to your friends. Like I still think like that's an important thing to do. But that's it's tough when there's four four year gaps in between seasons. Yeah. You know, that uh, is fun with certain shows, but yeah. it only takes it, it it takes a show as big as Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad for me to do that. See, Better Call Saul to me, like, if I was watching that in a bingeable fashion, like, I would feel like I didn't get the full experience no. out of it. I feel like I would be sort of, I, it would not be respectful to the material no. in a way. Even though I know that's how the majority of people are going to watch it in their lives, is going to be binging, you know? And Breaking Bad, I felt the same way about. And I think, uh, yeah. I, I so. kind of, one of the issues I also think that's going on with Saul right now is that they had this awesome storyline with his brother. And now they just need to ride out until Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, they were, for a while, they were playing in their sandbox and just doing what they do best. But now they're stuck. We'll talk about this when we get deep dive into Better Call Saul yeah, yeah, later right. this I'm episode. Gonna, I'm going to... You're right. Yeah. I'm going to zip up and throw away the key here. Yeah. We'll talk about <laughs> right. that in our BCS section <laughs> of the show. Uh, yeah. Just real quick, our predictions, since we teased it. And then Go we'll get to, to country music. But Nick uh, said that OJ kills the queen and mm-hmm. kills another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen's so, still kicking. Queen's still kicking. Uh, Jubilee coming up in, in June, right? The Jubilee is her birthday? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like what, 75. Yeah, what is Jubilee? I think it's 75 years of her sitting on the throne. That's a long shit, but good for her. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Platinum. 70 years. 70, okay. 70 But I think years. she's turning 100, isn't she? No, she's only like 92. No, 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 no. She's older than that. 95. 96. Yeah. <laughs> sure, a young spry 96. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, let's see. 
Uh, solar flare shuts down the uh, during uh, shuts down electronics during the election. Yep, that's we gotta wait till November for that. Yeah, right. Staples shuts down. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been. Well, a- hey, hey, they renamed the Staples Center. That's true. Crypto.com Arena. That's true. I think you get half a point for that because My- Staples is on their way out. They lost the Staples Center. Might also get a half a point for chocolate shortage. Let's just call it a food shortage. <laughs> yeah, you I would have just said baby formula. Nick. Yeah, I've only yeah. said baby formula. And Halloween, another one we have to wait for November. Halloween gets canceled after an incident in Texas. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeesh. Yeesh. Uh, let's see. Nico's- should we talk about that at all or no? We should just gloss over that whole thing. I don't think... We have anything we productive have, to no. add to I the conversation nothing, other than how fucking horrible. tragic yeah. it was horrible. What a, and, and I, I'm, and I'm mean, reading more about like what happened oh, with the cops. On yeah, his scene there, and uh, it's not good. It, it's not sounding good. Not sounding good. I am waiting to hold judgment, but does not sound good. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, like I couldn't imagine being a parent. I mean, not only going wow. through that, but yeah. like the rage I would carry uh, for the rest of my life, hearing yeah. what some of these cops fucking did. Yeah, there's gonna be lawsuits for sure. Oh yeah, uh, law. Yeah, I mean, and then you see the footage of like parents being handcuffed because they're trying to get into the building. Yeah, and they're handcuffing parents. Yeah. Like I, there's no fucking way I wouldn't grab one of those officers' guns and just start shooting them. Like, you'd have to. Yeah, but you're just making a tragic situation even worse. I mean, what the, the hell do you do? My kid is in there. Well, yeah, I don't want to. This is this is not uh, yeah. fodder for a comedy podcast. No. But like, I, I I don't know, man. I'm reading some of this stuff and I'm just like, incompetence does not begin to describe it. No. And when you put total fucking nincompoops in, in charge of fucking law enforcement in this country. Yeah, like, this that's is what we've that done happens. in this country. They're all yes. nincompoops. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You put the most incompetent people in charge and, of and then give them the guns. And then give them military surplus. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. It's insanity. It's, it's insanity. It, yeah. It's crazy. And I, I don't know what the answer is to that. You know, obviously you can talk about the gun issue and everything and uh, you know, no need to really yeah. get into that. There's plenty of said, but like I don't know how you fix the problem of like the people that are in charge of keeping us safe are the dumbest people on the planet. Yeah. That is something that's very hard to fix. All the way up to the top. Yeah, that's very hard to fix. Uh Nico said Betty White might make it. <laughs> <laughs> right. She was already dead at this point. We didn't know. <laughs> when you made that prediction. When both Nico and I made that prediction. <laughs> she had already passed. And we didn't get the information until 20 minutes later. Oh. A billionaire rocket explodes and kills a high profile person. Keep it light, Nico. I still um, think it's happening. That's a good that's a good call. Bed Bath and Beyond shuts down. My local one shut down. Does that count? Nope. Okay. You also had Guitar you know, Center shuts the, down. Here's the problem right now with businesses <laughs> shutting down. They don't actually die. They just kind of like like some sort of like parasite. They yeah. stay around. They find a way. Like, how does this keep happening? Life finds a way. Oh, God. Are you seeing that opening weekend, Jurassic I, I World 3? I want to. I want to. 
Uh, we, like, why are we doing this? Still? The OGs are back. We need, we need Neil that. and Dern are back at it. Stop it. <laughs> we don't need this. <laughs> Nobody asked for it. Nobody. Neil Dern Goldblum to Jurassic Park. Beautiful. 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 By the way, did you see the new Richard Attenborough nature documentary, but it's dinosaurs? Oh, it's on Apple TV Plus. I heard it's really good. It's called Prehistoric Planet. (laughs) Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. It's it's called Prehistoric Planet. Isn't that what it's called? Apple Apple TV Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a plus? There's a plus. Everything's got a plus at the end. We talked about shows on Apple TV Plus last week. Get with the For all mankind. I thought it was just Apple TV. No, that's their set-top box. That's the device that you buy. Oh, fuck me. It's the -the over-the-top plus. Put a plus sign on it. Yeah. Whoever trademarked the name plus is just rolling in the dough (laughs) these days. Uh, Nico also said that Bitcoin's over $100,000, but... Oh, still got time. Yeah. Uh, I made the prediction that, that, sorry, the queen dies. I also said that Betty White might make it. Boy, those are both are going to be wrong. (laughs) Uh, JCPenney shuts down. Uh, Barbara Walters passes away. Kamala Harris resigns. And zoos get canceled. (laughs) Those are my predictions. All right, zoos. So that, These are some bad predictions. Those are terrible. <laughs> so I think Nick is on the board with half a point. I think maybe. Okay. Maybe. However, your Better Call Saul predictions have been making up for these horrible <laughs> yeah, <they ones>. have. <laughs> You've been crushing it in that department. I have been. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. All right. Should we look at some country music? Real quick. And then we got to do Saul at the yeah, end. Then we and do I have, have a some... lot of Saul thoughts. Yeah. We'll probably do about three or four songs here on country music and then uh, head over into Better Call Saul. But the amount of Morgan Wallen uh, country songs at the top of the charts is outrageous. Uh, Walker Hayes, of course, has another one in the top five. God. Uh, but Morgan Wallen, out of six songs, he has three. Okay. So. I mean, we're not going to get to all of those because we're going to lay go, one on me. We're going to go down the the list here a little ways uh, because where was it? Where was it? Oh, Kane Brown. Here it is, because we have a connection to Kane Brown, right? Somebody yeah. somebody plays Xbox with him or something. On this something, show. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the number 20 song of the week called. Uh. Like I love country music by Kane Brown. Like I love country music. I hate that. That's a terrible title. Well, in no, uh, no grammatical points for Kane Brown on that one. No. Like so I love country music. Like I love country music. So is there I a comma? Think, no. Is it like? No. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. Like, I may like... have pronounced that wrong. It's all a run-on sentence. Like I love country music. 
Okay, so I am going to say that Kane Brown uh, has has uh, met a lady Ooh. who doesn't know who he is, um, but uh, she's like, you know what? I'm going to dance along to this song like I love country music, even though I don't like oh. it anyway. I'm just so attracted to you. You know wow, what I mean? that's a really good guess. So that's my guess. Like I love country music. That's but she doesn't one. like. She doesn't. I'm gonna verify. She does not actually like country music. I see. So it, it's for just. Brown's sake. It's just so that she can get some D. She's sure. liking country music just for the D. Yes. Gotcha. I'm. Mm. I'm gonna say Nick. Are you still thinking? Or I'm thinking. I'm struggling. Right. I, I'm gonna say that this is a a list of things. Like I like. I I love my family. Like I love country music. I love my wife. Like I love country music. I love my uh, kids. Like I love country music. Uh huh. That's how I'm reading it. So you're you're uh you're setting up a simile here. Yeah, kind of. You do you think that's where the like comes from? Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I lo- love my life like I love country music. Okay, so you're going with a simile. I'm going with, um, I'm, I'm going with some sort of catfishing. Lie. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say catfishing. Some sort of white lie. Yeah. That's how I think the sentence is structured. There. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead, Nick. I think. Uh, I think that he has a stutter. <laughs> and. <laughs> He's trying to he's trying to say he loves country music, but he says he likes it, and then he's like, "Like I like I I love like I love like." So you're going with the Porky the... Pig <laughs> sentence structure here. Yeah, 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 exactly. I Nailed hope it. it's that. I really hope it's that. But that, 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 that that's all, folks. <laughs> uh, where is that? Uh... I'll find a way to I'll find a way to weasel half a point out of this. <laughs> No, we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's uh, see what we got. Where th- I gotta find this. Hold on. Okay. Oh, son of a son of a son of a gun. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> that's a classic. And that's old. That's that was, like back when they allowed you to say stuff like that. Yeah, I think it said 1958 on it. Yeah, that was not even on TV. That was probably in front of a movie. Yeah, probably. That was probably in front of like an adult movie. Yeah. 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 All right, Kane Brown, like I love country music. Ooh, that's a little loud. That's coming in hot. So outside of a honky-tonk, got some honky-tonk badonkadonk going on. Somebody's setting in a pickup. Okay. I thought this was gonna be an Alan. I love Alan Jackson, like I love country music. (laughs) (laughs) This guy doesn't even look. This he doesn't look like a country music singer. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. 
He's from like Queens, isn't he? He's not even from like the South. I don't even know what country music is anymore. Well, no. If this is country music, I don't know what it is either. Like this guy. First off, he looks awful in a cowboy. Oh, he was born in Chattanooga. Really? Yeah. He looks terrible in a cowboy hat. Absolutely terrible. No one looks good in a in a cowboy hat, though. So. Man, um, hot wife. Jeez Louise. Kane Brown, good for you. Next up, uh, the number 15 song of the week by Miranda Lambert. Uh-huh. Uh, if I was a cowboy. <laughs> Is this like, if I were a boy? If I was a cowboy! Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Is this I good? would lasso some bulls. <laughs> Seriously, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> ride a horse? I would ride on a horse <laughs> if I was a cowboy. And get high on fentanyl. <laughs> no, no, no. So, Miranda Lambert, is this a fast or a slow song? Because I'm thinking that it's a slow song, like Nico is uh, singing. Just a very, it's a ballad. Oh, I wish it was. A you think it's a ballad? <laughs> if song, I was man. a cowboy, no, I don't think it's a ballad. But I, I think it's a slow song. Full Weird Al on this, and just did I think a this total is a Beyonce parody. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fast song. I think this really, is, yeah. Because when's the last time you've heard her name? Well, that's true. <laughs> she's not popping out with a ballad after she's hiding not, in a hole. She's not coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> wow. She's not worming her way back into the country charts with a ballad. <laughs> No, <laughs> no fucking shot. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna say like it's it's a it's a commentary on the sexism of the of the country music industry. Wow! And if she was a cowboy, she would be able to get away with so much more. Wow! But because she's a a country, so she's busting onto the songstress. Con- she's busting onto the top charts again with a woke song. Is that what you're totally. thinking? Totally, a yes. woke country song. Yes, I see. I think she goes woke. Wow! I think Miranda Lambert has gone woke. <laughs> Wasn't she Who was the one married to Blake Shelton It was her I think it was her yeah Yeah so I think that might be part of it too It's like he came out of the divorce looking like a Like a good old cowboy And she came out looking like the The cold bitch Yeah, Mm. I think it's something like that He's allowed to go fuck Gwen Stefani And then here I am you know I don't know what's Miranda Lambert's relationship status like I don't know I already, I already revealed that I know way and too much. Well. Yeah, you do. Here I am, fucking the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Um, yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, I think she's gonna talk about how, like, you know, if she was a cowboy, she could like eat cheeseburgers all day and not be judged. Wow. You think it's about eating? <laughs> yeah, it's about eating. Yeah. If I was a cowboy, um, I, I do think it's gonna be a slow song. Uh, You're wrong calling it. Yeah, I probably am wrong, but I'm going out on a limb. Uh, and yeah, just talking about uh, if she was living back in the day, like maybe she'd be the sheriff of the town. Like if I was a cowboy, I could own this fucking place. Okay, if I was so- a cowboy. Another wow. 
That that'd be a pretty low blow at Gwen that Stefani though, man. If she ripped that one out, that's that would be the, the diss track of the century. Okay, so awesome. so you're saying you're saying power ballad about I'm not saying power ballad. Let's get ballad off the table i think it's a slower song slower thinking that if she was a cowboy she'd run the fucking literally if she was a cowboy in the old west yeah this is what it would look like yeah like who runs the world cowboys right (laughs) (laughs) nick that that's double the amount of pop songs i thought you knew while we're coming into this so you're really impressing me <laughs> I've, am, I've seen I've seen a Super Bowl halftime show or two. Oh I'm God. stunned. I'm absolutely <laughs> stunned. You had that many that many puns in your back pocket. I am going with. Uh, mm. It's about feminism. It's about like it's the double standard. Of, I'm a cowgirl, and I'm not allowed to do all the things that a cowboy can do. And Nick, what was your guess? Food. Eating. Eating. <laughs> Uh, I just <laughs> saw the cover of the official video. And there's a Hardy's cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Burger King, but close enough. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, oh, my God. What is up with this? The aspect ratio on this video is like 21 by 9. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Riding off in the sunset, blue eyes under my Stetson. A little lady on the front porch wishing my heart would start sailing. Big iron hips with the holsters, I'd be looking mighty fine on a poster. Wanted by the law, but the laws don't apply to me. I don't know where the song is going. What's that? This got her on the charts? Apparently, it's number 15. Jesus, Rob, you nailed it. That is a full point for Rob. (laughs) I'd be running this motherfucking joint. Maybe I can get a quarter of a point out of that one. Maybe. (laughs) Nah, because she she still wants to be a queen. She didn't say king. Yeah. You know? Rob on the board yet again. Yeah, yeah I think. Boy, I should go buy a lottery ticket. Apparently, because shit. I guess. I guess. Um, let's see. What else can we? All right, let's let's move on to Walker Hayes, number four song of the week. Oh my God, he's back at the top, <sighs> number four. And the, I mean, and the only reason that we're visiting this song is because it's fucking this douche bit. Yeah, we but this song is just it, it's AA. I don't know. We did this already. Did we? Yeah. Okay. We did. What's the song about? Going to AA? I don't, I don't remember. remember. But if we did it already. <laughs> we definitely did it though. Okay. I remember doing it. I don't remember doing it. Uh Fancy Like is still number nine at forty nine weeks on the chart. That's Fancy Like insane. is still number nine. Number seven last week. 
Uh, let's see. What else can we look at here? One more song, I think. Should we look at the number one song of the the week? If we haven't done it, Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. You proof. You proof. What is it? You, you proof. Proof. You proof. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Is it like death proof? <laughs> That's kind of where I was oh, going. I'm. I, yeah. You. You made. I made my house. You proof. So you couldn't break in. Uh huh. I, I made my heart. You proof. So that oh, you yeah. built up, put up the walls. Yeah. I made my walls, heart Rob. you proof so that you can wow. never get in again. That's Is that your guess? Yes. Okay. Right, I, I'm going I'm going proof as in the measurement of the alcohol content. Oh, I was oh. gonna do that. Have a drink. I was gonna do that, you bastard. So so how is it you proof like it's ninety I, proof. I don't know. It's ninety proof it's, or it's yeah, you it's like proof. You like you you make me drunk on your love or something. I don't know. But like the drink is you proof. I see. Yeah. So I see. So it, it one my way is like I'm keeping you out. Your way is I'm doing everything I can to put you inside of me. <laughs> if you want to put it that way, yeah. Sure. All right. Oh gosh. Hey baby. Sexy Nico's back. This is the worst minute of my life. <laughs> uh, we got a couple good guesses on this. The pressure's on, Nick. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I was gonna guess that. Yeah. And uh so now I'm stuck going to like mathematical proofs. <laughs> <laughs> like, where else can I go? Where else can I go? Y equals U. I've just proved it. <laughs> um Man, I yeah, yeah. What, what do I fucking do here? It's a tough one. It's 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 a toughie. You, you've got a, a small needle to thread here. Yeah, I don't know what to uh, do with you proof. Maybe I'll go like the opposite of you, Rob, and I'll I'll say that like they aren't you proof. They, I see. Uh, that the walls that you, you put proof. up, the walls that you put up aren't you proof. Because you can get in anytime you want. Uh, yeah. I like it. Mm. <laughs> like, I've survived all these things, but yep. I'm not you proof. Yep. Oh, that's a You threaded the needle, my friend. You threaded the needle. Okay. All right. We'll okay. Right away, whiskey. I get my money back. Someone said it drowns a memory. Oh, but it ain't doing day. Yeah. Lots of drinking references. Yeah, I've been sipping, I've been buzzing, shooting doubles like it's nothing. All but nothing makes you go away. I need something you You I both. feel like that's a full point. I feel like it's a full point for Nico and a half point. For I was me. just gonna say I you, you kind of both hit it. 
Absolutely th- not. I think you kind of both hit it. I mean, Nico, you absolutely hit it. Yeah. I need something you prove. But see, Nick still kind of hits it with like, even though I put up all these walls and want to forget about you. Since he's not you proof. Yeah. Nothing's you proof. Yeah. No, there's nothing I can drink to forget about you. Because it's not strong enough. Well, the problem is the song, the, the title of the song is like a double meaning. It that's is. Kinda, yeah. That's mm. kind of the problem. Well, either way, think- Rob won the game because he had the yeah, first two yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, we're competing yeah. for the silver medal here. <laughs> well, we're not, though, because I already said that you get a full point and I get a half. Like, I get okay. third either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go. I don't know. What- Nico's fine <laughs> as long as he wins. <laughs> it's a fair game as long as Nico wins in the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the country music game that we're going to play for this week. We'll come back to this again. There's there's uh, so many shit songs on this. You know, the, it's a big country, and there's not a lot of music coming out of it. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> really, it's, they really need to work on making more songs. Especially with Fancy Like being on the charts for 49 weeks. It's still number one. Yeah. No. It's also shocking no, no, with no, how no. little effort is put into most of these songs, and they, they can't pump them out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the number 13 songs been there 28 weeks. If I was a cowboy by Miranda Lambert's been on the chart for 30 weeks. Fancy like, yeah, dropped August 2nd of last year. Wow. wonder when we, we must have discovered it shortly thereafter. I, we were on this early. Yeah. We were on this before the Applebee's commercial yeah. started. Oh, yeah. Way. Yeah. Uh, debuted at number... Well, yeah, debuted at number one. Wow. Hmm. It's And that song sucks. It's really bad. It's terrible. Uh, so we got to get to Better Call Saul. Yeah, we're going to head into in Better Call Saul. I just want to read this story from Aurora in in the Discord this oh, week because I loved the story. Yes, please. And do. I do love when people share their their uh, their curb your enthusiasm stories <laughs> in the in the Discord. Uh, I can totally relate to Rob's mom sending out congratulations grandson cards by mistake. Once while attending a funeral of an old friend of my boyfriend's, I dropped what I thought was a condolence card for the man's family in the slot. Uh, in the card slot next to the guest book. Fast forward to later that evening, my boyfriend and I were at the bar celebrating my sister's birthday. I watched as my sister opened the card we had given her uh, what, uh, and saw what we had given her. And when I saw the look of confusion on my sister's face, it hit me. I had somehow gotten the two cards mixed up in my purse. Honest mistake, right? (laughs) Unfortunately, this particular card was a picture of a sexy man wearing nothing but a smile and a well-placed cowboy hat with the words, let's celebrate, written across the top. And on the inside was some kind of pop-up slice of birthday cake that looked like a penis. (laughs) That I is, love that story. I love that story. <laughs> that is as bad as it could possibly oh, be. Huh? So bad, but so funny. Thank you for sharing, Aurora. So fucking funny. We should do, for one of the daily shows, embarrassing stories 
about ourselves <sighs> and maybe some listener participation of what are some of the most humiliating mix-ups of your life. I don't know if I have that many that are that you stick out. You got plenty. Don't you worry. I'm sure there are plenty you can find. Boy. But the most like slap yourself in the face like I can't believe I just did that story. I will have to think about that, but I will. I will give that some thought. I will give yeah. that some thought. And if you if any listener just post it in the Discord or if you want to do it anonymously or whatever, just like send it via email or something yeah. or DM yeah. me. Too many thoughts media at gmail.com. But I think that would be a fun daily. I think show. that would be a fun show. I'm gonna have to think about that. I'll give that some thought. Yeah, yeah give that some thought. Daily shows start a week from Memorial Day. Yeah. We're uh, in a Memorial Day weekend right now, and uh daily shows will start the week after. Mm-hmm. And th- that'll be the next episode we do, right? Um, yeah, I suppose it will have to be, won't it? Yep. Yeah, so this is our last episode before The Daily Show. We will play the country music game for The Daily Shows. Country well, music game. Is anything going to change? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will I Lie to You will be in there. Is um, it going to... Have you talked to Quana? No. I, I have not talked to Quana uh, in anything other than the official channels that everybody already sees. Um, You know, the Discord, whatever. You haven't privately spoken to your friend? I have not, no. But... <laughs> We we know that each other's there and we love each other no matter what. So that's nice. That's sweet. <laughs> that's a nice thought. She's busy. I'm wrapping up the school year. So yeah, we'll see each other. I've been sick and haven't wanted to talk to anybody. Um, but yeah, I need to, I need to talk to her. So, Quana, you and I need to have a phone date one of these days. Yeah, send your stories of uh, of humiliation of public humiliation. Via the Discord or whatever. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I like and, that. That'll be fun. I like this idea. <laughs> We're doing it. I like this idea. We're doing it. Here we go. You know, I'm into that. <laughs> well, neat. Damn. Well, neat. It's like, how did I, how have I gotten so many? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I just added this one recently. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. I love it. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's head into Better Call Saul. We're not going to talk about anything else at this point. Yep. Uh, if you're leaving us right now, we will see you June sixth for our first daily show, and we will do uh, five. A whole week, five days of daily shows. So, yes, be on the lookout for that. And we're going to talk about Better Call Saul. So if you don't want spoilers, please leave. And I would, See, the I would encourage... The mid-season finale of, of Better Call yeah, Saul. Yeah, and I would encourage everyone who doesn't <laughs> want to know to leave. I Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And come back and listen to this after you watch the mid-season finale of Better Call Saul. Because here we go. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Three, okay. two, one. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's start with this, right? So mm-hmm. we shared a you shared a tweet with us, Nico, about one of the people involved with the show saying T- Thomas Schnau's uh, the writer director of this episode, right? Essentially implying like, hey guys, uh, the mid season finale is uh, just going to be a wet blanket. 
See, don't get I, your hopes up. I didn't read That's it. essentially what he... I didn't <laughs> read it said. that way at all. I, I absolutely read it the other way. It's like, we wrote these as 13 consecutive episodes. We did not plan for this episode to be the, the mid-season finale. What else was said in that tweet? I don't even remember. He, he basically said just like... Don't like, expect a major don't cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, it, don't it expect... Oh, yeah. Don't expect a major cliffhanger, essentially. Ba- basically, yeah. See, yeah. I read it as... We wrote these as 13 consecutive episodes. We didn't plan for this one to be a mid-season finale. I'm sorry that we're leaving you hanging on this. Oh. That's how uh, I read it. I'll read it. Okay. So the so this was the day before the show came out. Uh, someone tweeted at Tom Schnauz, I'm afraid of the cliffhanger. And what Schnauz said was, just to warn everyone, we wrote season six of Better Call Saul to be aired as 13 continuous episodes, but various delays split the season in half. So 607 was not written or filmed as a traditional quote unquote cliffhanger. So in other words, you shouldn't be expecting a cliffhanger in this episode. I just see. treat it like any other episode. I see. Now, I see what you're saying. I yeah. took it the completely opposite way. Like it wasn't intended to be this m- month and a half long wait for the next episode. It was supposed to be the next episode plays immediately or, you know, within a week. Well, it was it was very fortuitous, regardless yeah. of whether or not he's lying. I I think he definitely tweeted that out just to fuck with people, though, to be like, ah, you don't even have to like worry about it. Nothing's gonna happen at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it seemed like it was definitely meant to be teasing that it's going to not be super exciting. Don't get your hopes up, right? And it was definitely a classic case of misdirection. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, I, 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 David Copperfield over here. I, I took it. As a, I took it as a as a different as a different. So you were expecting something. I big. was expecting something huge. Okay, but when it got to uh, the last scene, I checked how much time was left, and I was like, "Well, there's only eight minutes left. Nothing big's gonna. Nothing yeah, that not big's ti- gonna. There's happen. not time for yeah anything. It was like other eight than, and a half know, minutes like a when we shot. cut." <laughs> It was like eight and a half minutes left in the episode when you cut to Jimmy and Kim watching TV. And it's like, okay, something's going to happen. But So I watched the show with my father and brother. Oh. Um, and when Lalo saw the cockroach scurrying around yep. down there, my brother turns to me and goes, La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. And I go, oh, fuck. And that is the set when the gear started turning in my head and then Howard walked into the apartment at the beginning of that scene and it all clicked in and I'm what, like, what? I cannot believe they're about to do this. Yeah. What is La Cucaracha? So What's at, the significance? Last season when uh, Kim went to go meet with Lalo when Saul was in the desert, he said, don't worry about your husband. He's a survivor like La Cucaracha. He survives. Remember that? He calls Saul the cockroach, La Cucaracha. Yeah. Right, right, right. So that's he's going to see Saul and then it all sort of clicked in and I'm watching the scene like my heart is in my stomach watching it just because I knew exactly where it was going. And it was like this inevitable dread. See, I didn't expect Lalo to show up at that point. Really? I was not. I was not expecting Lalo until the candle flicker when it. Yeah. When the first candle flicker was Howard walking in. And when the reveal was who was at the door and it was Howard, I was like, okay, Lalo comes much later then. He's on his way, but 
he ain't coming. And then the second candle flicker, which, by yeah. the way, will go down in history as one of the best reveals ever. Is that not the most fucking brilliant visual device yeah. you've ever seen in your life? Incredible. Like, using that as a way to just punctuate a guy walking into a room, which yep. is all that really is. Yep. It's a way of punctuating a guy walking in a room. But then you can add all of this subtext and all of this thematic stuff on it of like, Here's the candle finally going out on this couple. Here's like a seance, a ghost walking into the room and the and the candles start to flicker because Saul has literally seen a ghost. Yep. It's like all of this stuff you can put onto this little, you know, stupid thematic device, essentially. And like that's what Saul is so good at. It's taking really mundane stuff of like a lawyer looking at paperwork, going through doc review. Uh, showing up in a courtroom, all of this very simple run-of-the-mill stuff that's just punctuated with a few little visuals in there, and you have, like, the greatest show ever. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so, so good. So at that second candle flicker, I'm like, okay, Lalo's here. And then I knew shit was about to go down. I, I thought that it was going to be more of uh, Howard putting the pieces together because I always had in my mind that Howard was the crux of... of of Kim's downfall. And mm, I've always right. thought that Howard had to be alive for that to happen. Mm. Uh, but when Lalo pulled out the gun, I was like, okay, Howard is probably a dead man here. And I still it's, didn't it, believe it, it until it happened. It's kind of, it's one of those things that like the entire scene, you know, it's coming, but you just don't want to accept well, it's that. Just, it's just kind of the whole, this has been the whole season though of, of Better Call Saul. It's, it's, we're waiting on everybody's downfall. Mm. We're waiting on the downfall yeah. of Kim. We were waiting on the downfall of Nacho. We didn't have to wait very long. Uh, we've been waiting on the downfall, quote unquote, of Howard uh, by the hands of Jimmy and Kim. So it, it it's just, it, it's the downward spiral of all of these characters that, that we set and torture ourselves with every week. Yeah, it managed to to do the thing that we've all been trying to figure out is like, how do you bridge these two storylines right now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it in the simplest and how do you fucking surprise way. Us? And how do you surprise us is the other thing. Right. And it's the right? simplest little thing. Just a man walks in with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And boom. It's like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, that should be like a fucking um, a screenwriting class. Like lesson is like I have two plot points and I don't know how to put them together. Have a man walk into the room <laughs> yeah. with a gun because yeah. it's honestly and, and it's it, it, it seems like the most obvious thing. Right. And, and the irony of it was all there. That yeah. was the thing. It was all there. And the irony of and this is going to sound crude, but the irony of Howard's brain splattered all over the picture that Jimmy and Kim used to put him there. Yeah. Is so sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, it's like, you know, they wanted to, like, ruin his life, but then when it, like, happens suddenly, yeah, snuffed out, it. like, Kim, it's like, oh my god. The, the shot of over over Howard's shoulder, Jimmy and Kim, yeah. in horror. Yeah. Yes. And you because don't when, see when who's there. Kim I don't Jimmy goes, goes, but when Jimmy goes, how? Yeah. He goes, how? Right. And, 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 then, and I love how that went from how, 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 to... Yeah. Howard, get out of here. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Like, was yeah. Kim trying to cover for Jimmy? Because was like, Jimmy was obviously shocked because he knew that Lala was supposed to die. I, I think, right. though, at that point, Kim just turned into protect Howard mode. Like, Howard, just get the fuck out of here. 
No, but in other words, like if if Jimmy is uh like if 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 Jimmy is words. trying to say Howard, <laughs> like I'm trying to articulate this oh, correctly. No, Jimmy is saying how. Jimmy's and Jimmy's trying saying, to figure out how are you fucking alive, Lalo. Exactly. Yeah, so that would signify right. So that would signify to Lalo this motherfucker knew. knew that I was supposed right. to die. Yeah. He was so in on may, it. is it possible I that see. that Kim in that moment is trying to cover for Jimmy by finishing his word? Yeah. She's always playing the lawyer, right? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I she's know literally what you're saying. she's she's being Jimmy's lawyer right now in that sense. Yeah. Well, in in the courtroom of Lalo and his gun, <laughs> <laughs> she's covering his ass. Yeah, like I don't know exactly. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. No, I, I think that's, that's what happened. I, yeah. I fully believe that's what that's what was happening. So let's just yeah. rewind a little bit because I mean, this is obviously the biggest the biggest piece of the show so far. But we have to talk a little bit about the plan and how well it actually went off. And I have to give myself another point. <laughs> yep, you do. The PI was working for Jimmy and Kim. Yep. And yep. so. Again, it makes a lot of sense as to why the last episode before this was so confusing. Yeah. Because they were trying to lay the groundwork. But, like, I still think the execution was a little bit cumbersome. It was. Perhaps. It was. But, you know, if you were watching this back to back, the whole thing would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need a little bit of build up to this moment. I don't think you can just do this moment in episode four. I think you need to sort of spend half a season setting up this con and... So they did that, and I think like that's one of the reasons I, I texted both of you after watching the episode, and I'm like, man, I feel like a fucking moron for bashing this show. <laughs> like I feel like that I did a whole hour last week about oh the show can't surprise me anymore. It's running out of steam. They're just going through the motions. It's like it's it's so slow. I don't know what's happening, and it's like it all made sense afterwards. So I think you need a little bit of build up. But we were all on this. I think last week Nick said specifically. The old storytelling trick of if a plan is not going to work, tell your audience what the plan is. If a plan is going to work, withhold that from your audience. And that's sort of what they did here. The plan was going to work until it didn't. After you said that last week, Nick, I was convinced that the plan was going to work. You made that point. That's just. Yeah, you made that point and it was so perfect. I'm like, okay, the plan works perfectly. It actually bothers me now when I watch movies like I actually I can't take myself out of the story yeah right 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 to be surprised anymore because the first time i read that somewhere online i was like shit yeah that's just every plot ever that's yeah. how it right but it's true but, but again the show knows that you're doing that math right yeah, the, yeah. the show the they show plays smart. around with your expectation of that where it's like the moment of victory happens about 40 minutes in and now there's a whole 20 minutes left where yeah. they they're able to surprise you and like that's the brilliance of the show the plan worked so well that it failed as as hard as it possibly could. Yeah. At the end, and you know? and the other thing that's interesting about it too is it's almost as if Jimmy and Kim knew Howard would even come to the apartment. Oh they no, did. they no, were they actually did. Like that was part of the plan. Yeah. Like so they knew it was gonna keep going to that point. Yeah. There was a throwaway line at the end where Jimmy called Howard the name of an old boxer. I forget what the, the boxer's name was that he, he used, but he's like, oh, so and so is going to show up at the door now. Well, and he then knocks on the door. E- even even when the knock was on the door, there Kim was like, "All right, well, let's just yep. get this over with. I mean, we right. have to do this. Let's just do it now and be done." Yes, right, right. And so, like, they were not expecting Lalo at that moment. No, like, yeah. So they all they had planned for all of this. Yeah, 
I, you know, I mean, they plan for they plan for Howard figuring out their plan and hiring a PI and like well, so. The here's, whole here's thing. my here's my thing with delaying the groundwork for the PI and the the PI switch when yes. Howard explains like, oh, they switched the phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, did they ever show that happening? No, no, they didn't. That is, I think, one of the missing pieces. Absolutely, it felt a little convenient. Well, I'm happy they didn't though. Because I, I actually think like the PI thing is a cool reveal, right? Although if we Rob had known, coming, if we had known for sure that the PI was working with uh, Kim and Jimmy the whole time, it wouldn't have put as much uh, suspense into the execution of the no, plan. I'm not but saying they right, should have revealed that. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. but they, there should have been a moment where Jimmy was telling his secretary after she called to get the number for right. the um I see. sandpiper case he should have said and i have another call for you to make yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. note that has something on it that implies yeah after the fact yeah. that she was doing the pi call yeah. you know yeah there was a i see what you're saying i mean it could have been a throwaway line that mm-hmm. paid off later right and that's what i was kind of that. looking for yeah and again that that was the one thing that we were sort of bumping up against the last few weeks. But I think that that there was some throwaway lines from the PI, or there was at least some implications from the PI that made me think, oh my God, he's working with Kim and Jimmy. I need to go back and watch those exact moments when I had those thoughts. Well, I also think like the ploy involves black and white photographs. Yeah. So you can kind of, they were clearly Rob pieced it together. So it was all there for us. It's just, yeah, at the time, like, you're kind of watching it up Shit's Creek without a paddle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The reveal for the PI, too, was also kind of so abrupt that you couldn't even take time to, like, no. appreciate it. No, because yeah, they were yeah, on yeah. such a because, time crunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jimmy's just running, and he t- he's running with the photographs, and you're like, why is he rushing? And yeah. he gets there, and a guy pulls up in a car, he gives him the photographs, and it's the PI. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. Right. But, like, it's, it's all so quick. You can't really absorb it. After right. seeing... Uh, jimmy run it made sense as to why he had a heart attack (laughs) filming this show because he was winded (laughs) so apparently the heart attack happens in the following episode oh really yes the next episode vince gilligan directed it yeah the real heart attack that yeah the actor had right yeah right and apparently that so i i haven't really dug into any of this because i'm trying to avoid spoilers at all costs but people on reddit were piecing together interviews about that incident. Mm-hmm. And there was something in there about Patrick Fabian was there. Uh, Tony Dalton was there uh, with mm-hmm. Odenkirk and Ray Seahorn. So all of these players, specifically Tony Dalton and, and, and Patrick Fabian were on set that day. Why would they have been on set at the same time? Because together? it happens in the apartment. Uh, well, uh, or whatever happens afterwards. I'm not sure yeah. exactly where it was, but, Howard's yeah, dead were, body is there and uh, Howard was yeah I guess still playing his dead body and there was also uh, a photo that Odenkirk took of thank god I didn't see this apparently a lot of people had seen this and were speculating about it yeah but there's a photo that Odenkirk tweeted by mistake wishing Patrick Fabian a happy birthday and apparently he still had a little red hair there dye, it was so, blood, so fake blood on his yeah so patrick fabian's head was kind of turned away from the camera and on the side that was away from the camera you just saw like a wisp of red uh in yeah. his hair on the side away from the camera so yeah it was it, it was obvious 
Oh yeah, and I it's see the photo. And here. it's obvious now. But he couldn't like delete the tweet though. No. That was the tricky thing. Yeah. It's like if he deleted the tweet, it would actually be more right. uh, damning. Right. So yeah, a lot of people were kind of spoiled on that. Thank God I didn't see that's that. That's a shame. Photo. That would have ruined it for me. See, I that's, saw that's the photo really... and it still didn't I still didn't. Oh, put, you did see I the photo. I saw the photo. I didn't put it together. Oh, okay. I okay. really didn't. Yeah. So anyway, so the whole yeah, the the scheme happens. They sort of they uh they complete their masterpiece um in like a hilarious sequence yeah w- involving jimmy handing a frisbee to the guy with the mustache <laughs> when the yeah. when the photo swap happens like that was great that was so beautiful this show is so amazing how it's able to get such deep laughter out of you and then horrify you 10 minutes afterwards yep. like it's crazy this show is so good at both um that whole well, yeah it, that whole thing is is uh, executed perfectly yeah and the way it worked out like it's i mean they they laid it out with um Howard Howard trying to explain all of the different options they can take to like sa- salvage this case and he's like no the case is lost that's it it's over yeah like right. Jimmy yeah. won essentially and the guy even says to him like it really doesn't matter if Jimmy's behind yeah this Cliff Main kind of seems convinced he's almost like oh that because he saw like his pupils yeah. stop dilating um well but it was the same thing with chuck and 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 uh howard howard believed everything chuck was saying yeah no one else was going to it's the Mm -hmm. same thing with cliff cliff believes everything howard is saying but who else is gonna buy this crazy fucking story and also so what you know he's like he's like it doesn't matter like you just accused the judge guy in the middle here yeah accused him of a crime the case is over (laughs) yeah like, it doesn't matter if Jimmy did it or not. Yeah. You know? So this is happening. Meanwhile, Lalo is in a sewer, like Pennywise from It. <laughs> yeah. Across the street from the laundry, just uh, spying on the super lab. Uh, Lalo realizes that the the uh, the phone at Tio's retirement home has been tapped. So uh, Gus I is love that. everything. I, that I love saying. just how smart. It all is. Yeah. And yeah, how smart Lalo is like that. You knew that I knew that you knew. Yeah. That sort of chess right. game that they're playing with each other. Is so great. It's oh um, my God. I'm all about it. He he throws a little diversion says I'm hitting the chicken man tonight. Mike takes all of the security off the low interest targets. And that was another moment where I'm like, oh, shit. So <laughs> that means off of Jimmy and Kim. Right? Yeah. Yes. So I, that, that was my next question. Were there still people watching Jimmy and Kim? Up no, to this point, not no, 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 up, Lalo and- uh, not. Uh, I'm oh, saying yes. up before the the phone call that Lalo makes after he finds out that uh, he's been tapped. You I think, think there must have been. There, you think there are still people on Jimmy and Kim? Yeah. See, I, I yeah. don't, I, I, I just didn't have a feeling on it. I guess one way or another. I think that the implication is that they are there, even if the audience doesn't see them, and they realize they needed to write themselves out of that corner for Lalo to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did it masterfully. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, uh, right. Yeah. And Gus even knows. That was the great thing about that scene. Like, uh, Mike comes to Gus at the, like, kids' gymnasium, the school gymnasium. And he's, and like, you can tell there's a look on Gus's oh, face. Yeah. Like, something's not right here. Yeah. Like, this, uh, this guy just evaded 12 assassins in Mexico, <laughs> faked his own death. And has somehow, like, you know, remained under the radar for months now. Like, he wouldn't just pop up 
call the retirement home, say he's going to kill me, and right. then just come right to my front steps. You right. know what I mean? Right. So, but he knew, but he didn't really have enough time to put the plan into motion. You know, he didn't have enough time to adapt. Um, and so, yeah, so they, and that was another thing of like, well, that, that moment of Mike pulling the security justifies that whole episode where Kim is being followed. It's like all these little pieces that they laid out for you are paid off. Yeah. That was the thing. The moment when it actually happens, when how when a bullet goes through Howard's head, I'm like, that is incredibly depressing. And I cannot believe what this is going to do to Jim and Kimmy in particular going forward. Yeah. I, I want to talk about what happens next. But uh, also, yeah. But it is a perfect fucking moment in terms of Everything makes sense now. It, yeah. it pays off like six plot lines. Yeah. Everything makes sense. It and it's really... like the the entirety of Breaking Bad now makes sense to me B- based on like that one moment. It's like because we were talking forever. Why is Jimmy afraid of Lalo? Yeah. Well, is it because he killed Kim? But I always said to you guys like he wouldn't go on practicing law in Albuquerque if his wife was killed by this drug lord. You know what I mean? It would have to be someone of enough consequence, but wouldn't make him, you know, completely end his life. But you also have to, you know, still get him to the point of Saul Goodman, a guy that doesn't care, a guy that lives without any sort of concern for anything around him. But even there's obviously a disconnect at some point here in the very near future in the Saul timeline of uh, him disconnecting from knowing what happens because he still thinks that Ignacio is alive in in Breaking Mm -hmm. Bad and he still thinks Lalo is alive. So mm-hmm. he must lose connection at this point to everyone uh, after Howard has has died. There must be a disconnect here. So something terrible continues to happen. I mean, obviously, this is the end of Jimmy and, and Kim. Kim. I would say so. Yeah. Kim is not going to be able to live with the guilt of of what happened to, to Howard. And, Especially because it was her plan. And it was her plan. Well, she Jimmy runs didn't away. really want to do it. Jimmy kind of at first was a little apprehensive. Yeah. And one of the things that I heard from the writers was like, he should have known better after Chuck. Yeah. Because yeah. a similar thing happened with Chuck. Yeah. History repeated itself. And he, he was a little apprehensive at first, but he was afraid of losing her, you know? So obviously what happens is they're going to they're going to paint this as a suicide by Howard. Yeah. I think so, Mike's guys show up. Yeah. Right. And they sort of they clean up the mess. Yeah. So. <sighs> Where was I going with this? <laughs> you think Mike's guys show up? Yeah, I do. I think so. How does that, how do you reconcile that with Lalo being there? Well, I think once Lalo gets away, I think Jimmy calls Mike. Yeah. Would be my thing. Now, I don't really know what Lalo's whole plan is. That's the other thing we're kind of kept in the dark. Right. right? What's yeah, my, we, my, my first and most immediate question is what happens to Howard's body? That's that's really what yeah, I want to figure I, out I first. Think, because I, I think they just paint it as a suicide. Oh, this is where I was going to say. So it turns into this tragic downfall of Howard Hamlin of, oh, this coke-rattled drug addict had a bad day and took his life in front of the people that he didn't like. You know? Oh, you think actually in the apartment? Yeah. yeah you think I, Jimmy and Kim are still attached to the death? You don't yes. think it's body moved no i think i don't think that i, I, I think, feel like vince so. gilligan's style is they move the body they orchestrate yep. a whole scene they, and the only guys that are, are competent enough to do that are mike's guys. are mike's guys yeah you know i think that's that, the vince gilligan way i yeah. think that this turns into the yeah that it, it that he killed himself in jimmy and kim's apartment i think that's a little too suspicious though 
Especially if if but what happens, the, what we think happens, happens, which is Kim runs away. Yeah, but then Kim runs away because of the suspicion. She just she can't yeah, but, handle the guilt and the suspicion. She doesn't like to be Kim doesn't like to be called out for doing something bad. So she's not going to keep herself in a situation where she gets called out for Howard's death. Okay, let's walk this through for a second here. So Cliff Maine has been given Saul and Jimmy's entire plan. Yes. Right? He is at, at, at maybe doesn't totally buy it, but is at least like sympathetic towards Howard when he hears this plan. Right. But I think all the sympathy goes away when Cliff hears that Howard killed himself in front of Jimmy and Kim. But that's what so but that's what I mean. Don't you think it's pretty fucking suspicious that Howard who suspected that these two were trying to destroy his life ends up in the apartment of these two people dead? You know, with a gun with a silencer on it? Like See, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I think that there's potential for Howard to just mysteriously go missing. Maybe, yeah. I I think it needs to be clean enough where these two are not implicated in it. Yeah, because yeah. Saul doesn't go on to continue to practice law in Albuquerque with this cloud looming over him. They have to clean it up in some sort of definitive way. You know, I think that like they get off free, and that's what bothers Kim. Sure, yeah, that's right. I think that's it bothers her that she doesn't get punished. Hmm. Yeah, because for her, that's probably more punishment. Probably the fact that she just gets away with it. You're probably right. 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 And I think it becomes even more suspicious when Kim runs away. What if what if Never to be Kim turns again, herself you know? in? Have we considered that approach? Not just that Kim gets arrested, but that but she But there's no way for Kim to turn herself in and not uh bring down Jimmy as well. Don't you think she could just lie? Why would she bring herself in? Yeah. But, like Guilt. Yeah, but the guy that actually killed them is still out there. You know? <laughs> like, sure. why would she go to prison when his actual murderer is roaming free? Yeah. You know? I suppose. Like, there has to be, like, for these two people, like, there needs to be enough at stake where they wouldn't turn Lalo in. Or they wouldn't help the authorities catch Lalo in some way. Yeah. And I think the one thing that's at stake is each other. You know? So, I... Do like, you think maybe Jimmy? Oh, so maybe maybe Jimmy tells her to run away so that he can turn Lalo in. Yeah, maybe it's something I, like that. I don't and even he think. Says, and he says we're going to meet up at this date or whatever, like we talked about. I, I don't even think. I, I think that once Jimmy finds out that Kim knew that Lalo was alive, mm-hmm. that is that is relationship ending for Jimmy. Right. I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah, she did know. She knew. Yeah. And she didn't tell him. Right. And that's going to piss Jimmy off because how can Jimmy's argument is going to be, how can I operate? Uh, you know, how can I orchestrate all of these moving parts when I don't have all the pieces? You know, and that's going to really upset Jimmy. But for her, it was like, you know, last time this happened, we ran away to a hotel. Right. And she's like, I don't want to derail the plan again. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live like this anymore. That was her whole yeah. reasoning. Yeah. Because he knew, or she knew, that if Jimmy knew Lala was alive, he would want to go into hiding to protect her. Right. And she didn't want that. Yeah. So it's like all these, like, layers of guilt and stuff. And that's what, it, like, when it happened, I'm like, oh, my 
God. I think like, she is going to feel super guilty. Oh, not only is this person dead, but like we have framed him as a cokehead. Like that's yeah. his legacy now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we we destroyed this man's reputation before destroying his life. You know, which it, and I said this in text messages. We all hated Howard. We all yes. hated him. Right. I still hate Howard. I still hate Howard, <laughs> but he didn't deserve to go out the way he went out. He no, didn't I feel wor- anything that happened to him. No. That's the thing. I feel worse for what it, weirdly to say it's weird to say this, but I feel weird about what this death does to Kim and Jimmy. Yeah. You know, right. Like that actually made my heart sink more than anything. It's yeah. like, oh, this is just a guy that, you know, he's a he's a sucker and a loser and, you know, he but, didn't deserve what happened to him. But, but like now these people have to carry this baggage with them. Seriously, fuck Howard, because he has been a fucking <laughs> cock the whole fucking well, the show. Part- I, I kind of, like, disagree. He's actually, like, the nicest person. No, he's down. a fucking dickhead. Think about how many chances he gave Jimmy. He did so much for Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know, man. But Jimmy he put screwed up with up. all of Jimmy's bullshit and gave him so many chances anyways. Jimmy screwed up at a different law firm and fucked Kim over on purpose for it. Sent her to doc review for months and months. And then, then when Kim brings in Mesa Verde... Pretty much takes the, you know, pulls the rug right out from underneath her. Says, well, somebody else will handle this. But it's Kim's client. Howard's a prick. He is. He is. I, I think you see, they, they, they do a lot of work this season, though, to explain why. Yeah. And, they, you know, they explain his crumbling marriage and all of that stuff. And he's in therapy. And it's like. Well, I'm in the rewatch. I don't, I don't of, get the impression ever that he's actually malicious. I think he's just oh. like, well, this is the way things are done. Yeah. No. I think this is kind of the world that he was raised in. His father yeah. was a lawyer, too. So yeah. like that. Like, I don't know, think he I don't think he, even even in this episode, when he walks in that apartment, I still don't think he hates Jimmy. I still think there's a part of him that wants to like Jimmy that wants to be his friend. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's just Howard in general. He wants everyone to like him and take him for what he is, but he can treat anybody the way he wants and then wonders why nobody likes him. He treats everyone fairly. I, I don't buy yeah, that. He well, treats that's everyone the thing, fairly. Though. That's the thing. It's, I don't, the, it's this Chuck was the same way. Where it's like technically everything he said was right and everything in his sort of moral code was fair, was just because that's they operate under the law. Right. It's very like it's the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Like everything is to the letter of the law where everyone else in the show, Kim and Jimmy, think they're above it. They don't have a moral compass. They're operating under their own set of principles of what's right and wrong. It's really interesting how they end up being likable, though, and he ended up being just so hated because in reality, like he actually is the the best person. Yeah. We as we as TV viewers, though, we gravitate towards rule breakers. Like that's yeah. like part yeah. of it is like these two are operating outside the rules, but they're doing stuff that we see as justified. Like this is a guy that you ought to fuck with. This is a guy that deserves to go down. These are people that deserve a big payout. You know, like it, it but it's not really centered on anything. And it's Chuck and Howard who are of the legal point of view on this, which is like you're worth what the law says you're worth, you know, and like I'm going to stand up for the people that have not broken the law. Right. And that's that's where it begins and ends, where Kim and Jimmy are playing under this totally different rubric and shit like this happens. Yeah. You know, because they think that they're above it all. They think they're God. Well, we have a hard out here at at noon, so we got to go. This is a great fucking show, man. Yeah. I I mean, I I think that this was probably the best episode of Two Sins Radio we've ever (laughs) had. 
<laughs> Definitely not that. Um, <laughs> no, this one episode really made up for the entire season yeah. being how it was so far, which was, you know, not bad by any means, but certainly slow. And uh, I think we've really kicked it into high gear here. It. I, I think the nacho thing really felt like a wet blanket. And after that, it was just slow. Yeah. And this was the payoff that like we really needed here. It all made sense. It all yeah. made sense. I, I yeah. better call Saul's better than Breaking Bad. Let's give it six more episodes, but I am definitely with you yeah. currently. Yeah. So far, like the the character work that they're doing here, and like how they're able to surprise me with yeah. a moment I've, like that. I've regained faith in whatever Kim's exit is going to be is going to be extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. regained faith. Ah, it's so hard to watch Kim's downfall. I say that every week because I love her. She's the best. I would marry her. But also kind of a monster and a psychopath. Great. I mean, they all are. So (laughs) (laughs) give it to me, baby. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Join our Discord. We have a lot of fun in the Discord. Uh, The link is... Daily show's coming. Daily show's. Yep. Daily show's coming June 6th. Discord is on the website at twocentsradio.com. They can click the link there. Show notes for this. Yeah, show notes for this episode. Yep, and this and all the other fun episodes we do. See ya for daily shows. 